The Plumbing and HVAC Internet Marketing Show. Discover how to market your plumbing or HVAC business online. From SEO and PPC to Google Maps, reputation management, and social media marketing, we share the ideas and strategies to get your phone ringing, trucks running, and business booming. All right. Well, hey, thank you so much for joining us on today's webinar, where we're going to be talking all about pay-per-click advertising, also known as PPC, commonly referred to as Google AdWords, and really how you can accelerate your lead flow in your plumbing or HVAC business by really running strategic and correctly managed pay-per-click campaigns. Now, this is part of our Your 2017 Internet Marketing Plan series, where over the last six months, we've been going deep on how to really maximize your lead flow via the Internet. And we're kind of taking you through this digital dominance method and everything you can do and should be doing to really maximize your lead flow, from setting up your website and making sure that it's optimized to convert to really optimizing it for the search engines and Google Maps, all the way to pay-per-click, social media, email marketing, and everything in between. And so, so far this year, we've really covered step one really in depth, how to set up your website, how to optimize it for conversion. And if you missed one of those webinars, definitely go back and check it out. Uh, but today's session is going to be all around pay-per-click marketing, and really how to accelerate your lead flow through, through pay-per-click marketing. So, a little bit of housekeeping. I really need you to stop what you're doing and give me your undivided attention. I want you to turn off your cell phone, turn off Facebook. If you're serious about maximizing your lead flow via PPC in your plumbing or HVAC business, then the next 60 to 90 minutes are going to be critical. And what I found is multitasking, while great, um, isn't necessarily the best way to learn. So if you're kind of, you know, looking at this webinar and on the other screen, you're doing emails or you're, um, you know, updating a quote or something like that, you can't really get the full value out of the training. So I'm just going to ask you're here, be here in the moment, shut everything else down, and let's just concentrate on this for the next uh, 45 minutes to an hour, and I'll be sure that you get great value out of today's session. Now here's what we're going to cover. We're going to talk about why PPC is really the key to unlimited scalability in terms of lead flow for your plumbing and HVAC business. I'm going to share some live examples of PPC campaigns generating 5 to 15 time return on investment for plumbing and HVAC companies just like yours so you can have confidence here that, that what I'm going to be showing you is applicable and does work in the real world. And then we're going to talk about specifically how to structure your PPC campaign to generate maximum return on investment, minimum cost per lead. We'll be talking about how to set up the ad groups and what you should have on your landing pages and how to write the text ads and some of the nitty gritty for really running a very efficient campaign. And then I'll close out with some specific questions you should ask your PPC provider. So if you're planning to outsource this and have somebody else handle it, I'm going to give you a series of questions that will really help you determine whether you're in good hands or whether there might be opportunity for improvement elsewhere. And I want to give you an ethical bribe to stick with me throughout the course of today's session. Uh, for those of you that stick around, I'm going to give you three bonuses. I'm going to give you the digital dominance method um, document that really helps you see big picture what your internet marketing strategy should look like. Uh, the PPC checklist for really effectively managing your PPC campaign. And our list of the most commonly searched plumbing and HVAC keywords for pay-per-click. So once you've got the right keywords and you've got the right understanding of how to structure it, you can really get great results 
via PPC. So these are free bonuses that are going to be available just for those of you that stick around to the end. That's kind of my, my incentive for you to stick with me here. So real brief, who am I and why should you listen? I'm the author of the Complete Guide to Internet Marketing for Plumbing and HVAC Contractors. Uh, also, how to triple your sales by getting your internet marketing right. I'm an active member of PHCC, QSC, NextStar, Service Roundtable, ACA. I'm a Google certified partner, and actually our company manages over a million dollars in spend for plumbing and HVAC companies annually. I've spoken at PHCC, QSC, and other industry events across the country, really widely accepted as the expert in internet marketing for plumbing and HVAC companies. But more than any of that stuff, I'd really say uh, I've had the opportunity to work with hundreds of plumbing and HVAC companies throughout the country in very competitive markets. So I've just put up a couple of photos uh, of some of the clients that we work with. And I've had the opportunity to see them go from virtually no placement online to the point where they now dominate their local markets. Uh, a lot of them seeing over a million dollars in growth in revenue as a direct result of our services. And so I don't say that to brag, but I really say it to, to give you confidence. What I'm going to be sharing with you on today's session is based on real-world experience working with plumbing and HVAC companies just like yours. And it's been tested and it's been, it's been proven. And, of course, this is what we do as a company all day, every day. Got a photo of our team just having a little bit of fun. We made the list of the Inc. 5,000 fastest-growing companies in the United States last year. And uh, it's what we do, right? We work with plumbing and HVAC companies. We implement all of the things we teach. So setting up your website, doing your SEO, claiming your directories, managing your pay-per-click campaign for maximum return on investment, that's what we do. So if you'd like to talk with us about implementing some of these strategies on your behalf, obviously we'd love the opportunity, but that's not the core purpose of today's session. Today's session is all about giving you the information that you need in order to go out and, and really just generate a lot more leads via pay-per-click. So let's dive into it. Why, why should PPC be part of your overall internet marketing strategy? Um, and there's a number of reasons, but one of the things I like best is that you have the opportunity to show up so much quicker with PPC. So you know our company is SEO, right? We, we focus on that. But we all know that SEO can take six to nine months to really get traction, right? Once you set up the website and you build the links and you build the citations, you're going to get there eventually, but it takes some time. With PPC, you're able to turn on a campaign, you're able to pick your keywords, and within a matter of hours, you can have a campaign online, and if you do it right, you can start generating leads right out of the gates. So I really love that about PPC. Another reason is it gives you the opportunity to show up as often as possible where your customers are looking. So we all know we want to show up on Google, on Yahoo, on Bing when someone's looking for plumbing and HVAC related services. And we know it's the number one place that they go. But if all you have is an SEO strategy, you have the opportunity to show up on maps, you have the opportunity to show up in your organic listings, but if you're not running paid, you're not showing up in that area. So you want to be hitting it from all angles, ideally show up in the paid listing, show up in organic, show up in maps, and potentially show up on one of the major directory sites as well. So you can dominate the search engine results page where your customers are looking. The, the other really cool thing about PPC is it gives you the opportunity to show up for national terms in your local area 
that you probably wouldn't be able to show up for otherwise. So for instance, if someone goes to Google right now and types in plumber or plumber near me or AC contractor in my area, they didn't put a geo modifier. Now Google's getting better at knowing where they ran that search from and, and searching, search serving localized results. But in some cases, you're just not gonna show up for those terms. With PPC, you can target anybody searching those terms in your backyard or in your service area and make sure you're showing up for those terms. So it really helps you to, to really saturate your, your online marketing. And most importantly in my mind is it gives you scalability. It's a lever that you can turn up and turn down once you have your metrics in place. So you know we've, we've been through this a number of times where we get a plumbing company set up, we get them ranked organically, we get them really generating a lot of leads and, and growing and adding trucks. And once they get past the hurdle of finding good technicians and training those technicians, they say, well, what can we do to accelerate things? How can we generate more traffic, more calls, and more leads? And that's where PPC comes into play. If you have it set up right, you can increase your spend. And if you've got a manageable cost per click and a good return on investment target and you know those numbers, you can really just increase it almost as much as you need or as much as you want to. So you definitely want to consider having PPC as part of your overall internet marketing strategy in your plumbing and HVAC company. Now, unfortunately, most PPC campaigns fail. And as I talk to plumbing and HVAC companies all across the country, a lot of them have spent significant money with companies like Reach Local and Yodel and Dexnose and who knows who else, and for one reason or the other, it just didn't return investment. Some cases it was a total fail, like it didn't generate any revenue. In other cases, it just almost broke even but wasn't enough to justify the expense. And that can be frustrating, but the reason most PPC campaigns fail is because there's a failure to understand how the Google AdWords auction process works, and more importantly, the complexity of the plumbing and HVAC industry. Now, in order for Google to serve relevant results and keep people using Google as their search engine of choice, they have to serve relevant listings, right? And so a lot of people just think Google AdWords is a bidding war. Like, I'm going to bid on plumber, Las Vegas plumber, Las Vegas plumbing company, and as long as I can outbid my competition, I'll win the day. But the reality is, because Google has to serve relevant results, they have what's called a quality score. And so to the extent that you can match your keywords to the text ads that people see on Google and land them on pages that are relevant for what they're looking for, you can actually get a better quality score, which makes Google happy and lets you pay less on a per-click basis while still maintaining top positioning. So that's one part of it. But the other reason a lot of these campaigns fail, again, is because the national companies that are working with plumbing and HVAC companies or organizations that don't have a lot of experience working in the plumbing and HVAC space, they just don't understand. It's more complicated than just plumber or AC repair, right? Even within plumbing, we know there's so many different things that somebody may be looking for. Leak detection, repiping, trenchless sewer repair, water heater installation. And so by understanding the complexity of the industry and setting up campaigns that target each of those services, you can get a much better relevancy and quality score, which means you can pay less per click 
and really win the day. So in most cases, when I see failed campaigns, it's because of that, right? The person running the campaign either doesn't understand how the AdWords auction process works or doesn't really understand the complexity of the plumbing and HVAC industry. And so as a result, they wind up setting up one campaign for all of the different services, right? So they'll lump plumbing, emergency plumber, water heater repair, drain cleaning into one campaign, have one text ad or maybe two text ads, and then land it right on the homepage of the plumbing company's website. And that is a recipe for failure. So as a visual, this is why most PPC campaigns fail in the plumbing and HVAC space. Having really broad keywords all going to the homepage without any, any relevancy. And I want to encourage you, because a lot of you, if you're on this webinar, obviously hopefully you've bought into the idea that this can work, but a lot of you are wondering, can PPC really drive return on investment for plumbing and HVAC companies? And so what I want to do is just spend a couple minutes showing specific examples and case studies of plumbing companies, plumbing, HVAC, plumbing and HVAC companies uh, getting great return on investment via their pay-per-click campaigns. And so I'm just going to take my screen down for a second and I've got a, a dashboard I'm going to show you. And I'm going to speak more about dashboards, I'm going to speak more about KPIs, but you want to make sure that you're able to quickly see how your campaign's performing. And so this is our dashboard. I'm just going to drill down on a couple of these really quickly. Um, this is a company that we work with. It's a plumbing company in, um, in the Ohio market. And this dashboard really shows us a lot of things, but really what I want to focus on for the purposes of today's meeting is how much they spent, how many leads they generated, and what their average cost per lead was. So in this case, they spent $2,000. They generated 45 web form submissions, 145 phone calls, and so you want to make sure you're tracking the phone calls, and then the total number of leads that were generated. And so in this case, on $2,111, they generated 199 calls at $10 per lead. Now I just want to do some quick math behind this for you because there's definitely return on investment if you can get your cost per lead in plumbing down to about $45 or less per lead. So the lower you can get it below $45, the better. And obviously this is an extreme example, uh, one of the reasons I'm showing it on, on today's webinar. So in this case, what we're finding typically is that these leads, not all of them are turning into book jobs, right? Uh, we're finding, because we track on service titan and we track on call source, um, on average, about 40% of these web-generated leads are turning into dispatched and booked jobs. So about 40%. There are some companies that do much better than that because they've been trained by power selling pros or the owner answers and it's just really good. But then there's also cases where it doesn't work quite so well. You know, you know they're going straight to a, a, a call center and they're not professionally trained to dispatch the call. But so on average, though, as we've looked at hundreds of these campaigns, about 40% is the average. If we go 199 calls times 40%, that would mean they, they bought probably about 79 dispatch jobs on $2,000 spent. Not too bad, right? And we're also finding, again, looking at the metrics, the average transaction value is about $450. Again, there's higher, there's lower. On average, we're seeing it somewhere around 450, 
And so if we go 79 jobs times 450, that gives us a $35,000 revenue on $2,111. Pretty, pretty solid. And so if we divide that by 2011, 2,111, which is their spend, we can see that the return on investment is almost 17 times. Um, and what we're really targeting and what you should be targeting in your plumbing or HVAC business is at least two and a half to three times ROI. Because if you can spend a dollar and you can generate three in return, that's a win. And you know if you're getting that, you continue putting money in, you continue improving the campaign, and that's how you're able to get uh, scalability, right? So this is 17-time return on investment. I'm not going to do a ton of these, but I do want to show an HVAC example because the metrics are a little bit different in HVAC. We find that the, the conversion rate's about the same, but the average transaction value is higher, and usually the cost per lead is a little bit higher. Again, I said, you know, in, in plumbing, you want to be $45 or less, really. In HVAC, you want to be $75 or less. So this is a company that we work with in Louisiana, uh, spend $1,342, and this is over the last 30 days, generated 51 leads, and an average cost of lead, $26 per lead. Very good within HVAC, because the average transaction value is higher. So in this case study, we did 51 leads times an average 40% lead to dispatch ratio. That would be 20 dispatch jobs. Finding the average in HVAC is about $750. So 750 times 20 gives us $15,000 in revenue on a $1,342 spend. So I'll just divide that out, $1,342. Gives us a return on investment 11 times. And so I don't want to beat a dead horse. I was going to go through more of these case studies, uh, but I think you, you get the idea, right? You need to make sure, first of all, you have the metrics in place so that you can look at these numbers, know what your averages are, what's your average lead to dispatch ratio, what's your average transaction value, and then you can determine what your return on investment is. And so, yes. When done correctly, PPC can drive a significant return on your investment, which is really what we're all after, and that's scalability in order to expand the campaign. And so I just want to kind of check in with you guys. Got a lot of you live on today's call. I had a lot of great questions leading up. Any questions on this dashboard, how it's structured, um, you know, why it's, why it's useful? You guys are seeing my screen, right? Questions. Okay. So let's let's keep moving forward. So those are just some examples. And so now let's dive into how to set up and structure your pay-per-click campaign for maximum ROI and minimum cost per lead. So high level, I'm going to kind of share the bullets, and then we're going to drill down on each. The first is conversion tracking is a must, right? You have to have tracking in place specific to your pay-per-click campaign so that you know whether or not your dollar is generating quality leads and then whether those leads are converting into, into revenue. From there, you need to break your campaign down into specific groups based on the services that you provide 
that match what the person's looking for. Make sure you understand the different keyword types, broad match, exact match, phrase match, or at least that your provider does. And whether you think you're going to do this yourself or you're going to have somebody handle it for you, it's really valuable to have an understanding of these things so that you can know whether what is being done for you is good or whether it needs improved. Um, you want to write compelling text ads that jump off the SERP result. If the text ads aren't compelling, they're not going to click you. You're going to have a low click-through rate, and your quality score is going to suffer. You want to leverage ad extensions. I'm going to say what ad extensions are, how they work, why they're so cool, and how to set them up. And then you want to make sure that you land your traffic on specifically targeted landing pages. So not your homepage, but the specific page based on what they were looking for. And then, of course, you have to be continuously split-testing your, your text ads, split-testing your landing pages, tweaking, and fine-tuning. And that's really what you do in order to really maximize the ROI of your, your pay-per-click marketing campaigns. So the first step, again, I said, is you have to have conversion tracking in place. And what I mean by that is you want to make sure that you have dynamic number swapping so that a different number shows up for PPC traffic than organic traffic. Then you want to make sure you have a pool of keywords so that a different phone number shows up based on the keyword they typed in. So you can track, did for some reason, the keyword water heater repair generate more leads and better return on investment than water heaters, right? And that can be done. So I don't want to spend a lot of time on the technical and pull you down into the weeds, but just know it can be done that a different number shows up for organic traffic on your site versus paid traffic. And it can be done that a different phone number is showed based on what they typed in to Google AdWords. So just be aware and that really should be in place. You want to be tracking your web forms so that you can you know, see how many leads came in for those people that typed in, hey, I need an estimate for you know, a repipe project. And most importantly, you need that conversion data not just showing up on your dashboard, but you need it coming into your AdWords campaign so that whoever's running the campaign can start to get a sense which keywords, which ad groups actually generated conversions and optimize based on conversion as opposed to uh, just click-through rate or some other nebulous metric. And then if you, if, you, if you really want to track the return on investment, which is the most important metric, it's best to have a tool like Service Titan and we love Service Titan because you guys are able to dispatch your guys. You're able to track the calls that came in down to the lead source and then book the jobs and see the true revenue and return on investment. And so if you have Service Titan or if you're looking at a tool like Service Titan, it gives you that opportunity to um, set up a PPC tracking number on Service Titan. And of course, our, our call swapping and all of that stuff will go on in our dashboard but it will ring to the number that you've designated in Service Titan. That way you can see how many leads came into your Service Titan platform and what percentage of those leads actually turned into jobs, and most importantly, how much revenue was generated. So in the perfect world, we're really hoping to drill down to that level so we can key in the campaign and really know our return on investment metrics. So from there... You've got the tracking in place. The next thing you want to do is make sure you structure the campaign. 
and break it into smaller ad groups so that you can really uh, be hyper-focused and, and meet Google where they want you to meet them, which is being super relevant. And so just within plumbing, I'll just give an example and then I'll show you an HVAC example. It's a lot more complicated than just doing plumbing, right? And these are the campaigns we like to set up. Brand, which is people typing in your specific company name, very low cost per click, um, but you want to obviously dominate when they're looking for you specifically. And occasionally, I have contractors tell me, hey, I don't want to bid on my company name. It seems like a waste of money. But the fact is, in a lot of cases, if you're not bidding on your name, your competition is. And so you have a choice. Do you want to play and, and be up in the paid listings and the organic listings when they look for you? Or do you want to give your competitor a potential opportunity to, to steal one of your clicks? I say for, for the lowest click you can get and the highest converting lead you can get, you should definitely be bidding on your own company name. Uh, so then you want general plumbing, drain cleaning, which you can drill down into hydrogening and router service, water heaters, which can break down into repair, replacement, and specifically tankless and, and maybe um, solar if you do that in your market. Um, sewer replacement, which can break down into trenchless and pipelines, uh, repiping, sump pumps, leak detection, um, bathroom remodeling, etc. Right? And so, you know, I'll send this to you afterwards. You'll have it. These are the different ad groups we tend to break out. Um, but it really depends upon your company, right? What services do you provide? What are the services that are most profitable for you? And then making sure that we, we split them up in this way. So from there, the only other campaign I like to, to roll out in certain cases is competitor campaign. And that's, uh, you know, once you've kind of expanded your budget to the point where you can't spend anymore in the area that you serve, in some cases it does make sense to, to run a competitor campaign, which is just bidding on some of your competitors' names, making sure that you're not using their name in your text ad, but you know, you're saying, hey, you're looking for a plumber in this area, give us a call. And we're finding that those campaigns can be, can be pretty effective. And so it should break out like this inside your, your AdWords, where along the side, you'd have brand geo, which is the area you know, specifically that you're targeting, uh, different ad groups for each of the different campaigns. And then within each ad group, you're going to need a set of keywords, right? So just looking at drain cleaning, you know, you've got drain cleaning, you've got drain services, you've got drain repair, you've got unclog the drain. And, and those are the keywords that go with that particular ad group. And then you want at least two text ads that speak to that particular group of keywords. And again, you know, it takes time, it takes energy, but when you dial it in, at this level, you can be extremely, extremely relevant, and if you've got your tracking set up correctly, you'll be able to see which ad groups, which campaigns, which text ads are actually generating the phone calls and generating the leads. And so really what we're talking about here is, you know, ad groups for each of the different services, and just as your visual here, these are the ad groups that we tend to build out for plumbing, and then with an HVAC, it's a completely different set, right? It's uh, still a brand campaign, but there, there's a whole AC repair, AC installation repair, furnaces, heaters. There's the emergency repair and replacement play, indoor air quality, tune-ups, filters, maintenance, boilers if you do that, um, radiant floors, ductless mini splits. And you really want to just kind of think about all of the different things that you do, compartmentalize them by the way that your clients or customers search 
and then segment them into hyper-specific campaigns inside Google AdWords. So I hope this kind of helps to explain a little bit better um, how, we're, how we're thinking about this and, and really what I mean by breaking it into specific campaigns. And you definitely want to be sure that you're paying attention to keyword match types. So there are really four primary keyword match types. There's broad match, modified broad match, phrase match, and exact match. And so broad matches, you're just typing in plumber, plumbing, plumbers, Dallas, plumber, that type of thing. And you're telling Google, anything that's remotely close to that, I want to bid on it. And that's a very dangerous way to play. And so if you happen to have somebody doing this for you, or if you're doing it yourself, uh, you want to look inside your campaign. You want to look at your keywords and see if you're using broad match. In most cases, I'm finding that's not ideal. You don't want to be broad matching. Um, because you're going to start showing up for things that might be auto AC. They might be um, something totally different than you think. Um, alternatively, uh, you know, the match types I really like are modified broad match and phrase match. So modified broad match is where you have a little plus sign in front of the keyword, like plus plumber, plus plumber, plus plumbers, plus me or plus me. And anything that you put with broad match like that, it's going to combine any variation of two words in any order with anything before or after it, uh, which can be really great. So if you're just typing in like plus Dallas plus plumber, that means they could type, they could have typed in for that particular match type, they could type in best plumber in Dallas, right? It's not the same, but it really that's what, that's what we do with broad modified, broad match modified keywords. And I tend to say it's a great place to start a campaign. Then when you're looking inside the campaign to see which keywords um, are actually getting clicked, then you can say, okay, hey, let's drill down. Let's, let's exact match or phrase match this particular term and increase the bid on it if it's converting well. But the main thing I want you to get from this slide is just be clear about the different types of match and really make sure that um, you're not broad matched um, with your keywords and but you're leveraging phrase match and broad match modified terms. And once your campaign's performing well, there will be some exact match with the purpose of let's write an exact match keyword with an exact match um, text ad and increase our bid on that so we can make sure that we're showing up as often as possible for those particular, those particular keywords. And then of course, with any campaign, you have to have negative keywords. So um, that's, Things that you don't want someone to type in that could produce a totally different result. So if I throw in the keyword jobs, so let's just use modified broad match, uh, Dallas plumber, right? And then you didn't have the negative word jobs, then you could be paying 15 to $20 per click for somebody that typed in, you know, plumbing jobs in Dallas, right? Those are the keywords and you might not be looking to hire and you might not be looking to spend your hard-earned pay-per-click dollars on a keyword like that. So you want to think about what, what negative keywords, and if you've got a good company handling your campaign, they should have a pretty extensive list of negative keywords. So some of those would be jobs, careers, car, association, auto, etc. So just make sure that you're thinking about the negative keywords, and that if you're doing this yourself, uh, that you're looking at the list of keywords that generated the clicks 
and finding, oh man, wait a minute, association, you know, Dallas Plumbing Association, that's different than somebody looking for plumbing services. And so negative keywords are super important. You want to be paying attention to that. From there, you also want to make sure that you write really compelling text ads. So when someone searches and your ad comes up because you're bidding on it and it's in your targeted area, um, really the thing that's going to make them go to your site versus the competition is how compelling your text ad is and how relevant it is to what they typed in. What I'm finding is that less is more. You don't have to have this huge, fully written out text ad. Just get to the point. Answer their question. You know, looking for same-day plumbing services in Dallas, where you're got. Save $50 off your next plumbing job. Um, tell them exactly what you want them to do. Click here and call now to schedule an appointment. Um, if you can combine it with a special offer, we find that that works really well. So, you know, water heater repair or geothermal systems, right, save $100 on any new geothermal system. And then on your landing page, offer them $100 off the geothermal system that we're finding works really well because all things being equal they've got the top four listings that they can click on at the top they've got a couple at the bottom um, if you've got an offer you're going to be more compelling and you're probably going to get the click and again if you're more compelling and you have a higher click through ratio you get a better quality score and you're able to pay less on a per click basis and then you know just give them one decision right call us schedule schedule an appointment and you know some of our best performing uh, text ads. I've just got a couple examples that I'll share with you. Um, number one, water heater repair experts, Seawood Plumbing Company. Keep your home comfortable year round. Call today. Available 24/7. Great click-through rate works well. Um, number one, Las Vegas area plumber, anytime plumbing. Proudly serving Las Vegas area since 1982 and focused on giving the best value. So what's what's in it for me? Um, number one, Ben AC Pros, Lanier Inc on-time arrival and fast turnarounds, free second opinion, call now and save. So we found that you know, these, can't, these types of, uh, of text ads work really well, especially with the, the number one or best, and people like to feel like they're dealing with the best of the best. And one of the secrets that pros do when they're running pay-per-click campaigns is to leverage um, ad extensions to take up more space. So I've got a SERP result that came up, and you can see I'm pointing arrows to this Oklahoma City plumber whole plumbing, and you can see they're taking about 30% more real estate in the search result than their closest competitor. And the way they did that is by using site extensions. Site extensions take up more space, and they pop off the page. And so just some of these um, call-out extensions, some of the extensions you can use are call extensions, so that's adding your phone number, takes up a little more space, and gives them the opportunity to pick up the phone and call right off the ad. Um, call out extensions, really say what you're trying to sell them. We, we talked a lot about setting up your website for conversion and the messaging that works best. Upfront pricing, 24-hour service, same days, $35 off for new customers. That's what you can do with the call out extension. You can put that stuff and make it in addition to your standard text ad. Um, a location extension, which is just connecting it to your Google Map listing and making it so that your address shows up in the text ad. You can use site links, which is at the top. You can see there about us, why choose Nixco, you know, save with these coupons. 
These are the site extensions that you should absolutely have. It gives you tremendous competitive advantage because it gives more information to the consumer, it takes up more space, and it improves your click-through rate. And with the location extension, when you sync it with your Google Maps, now you can you can show up in the Google Map listings when people are searching for um, you know for your services in your market. So I always suggest setting up that location extension that shows your address and then gives you the opportunity to play in the in the map listings. So setting up site extensions relatively quick, relatively simple. I don't want to get you too deep in the weeds. I just want to give you guys enough information to say, hey. You know, do we have these uh, these uh, ad extensions set up, and have we con configured them? Um, so you just go into your ad extensions, um, new extensions, and then you can drop down um, each one of these different uh, extension types, and um, and then you can add whatever you want it to be, right? Ten percent off, five hundred dollars off tankless, and really what I wanted you to see on this visual here is in the third column, you can see these extensions get clicked. So you're actually taking them to a specific section on your site that improves conversion rates. And so, uh, you know, just a couple of these. This one says the 3%, 3.33% uh, average click-through rate. So don't forget about site extensions. It really helps to make your, your ad take up that additional space, which is extremely powerful. And the next step is to make sure you land people on a good landing page within your site that speaks to what they just typed in. So the congruence is they typed in terrain cleaning, they saw a text ad that resonated with them, had site extensions and everything, and then they click on it and they land on a page that speaks to that particular service, that particular market, and a special call to action. So here's just an example on Schuler's site on a page we might land somebody on for terrain cleaning, right? They typed in drain cleaning. They saw a drain cleaning ad with a $25 savings offer. They clicked it, and they landed on this page. It has a phone number in the top right-hand corner, has an offer that they can claim, showcases social proof, and then has a web form where they can schedule an appointment or request additional service. And you want to have a landing page like this set up for each of your different services. We talked about um, drain cleaning, uh, water softener installation repair, um, water heater installation repair, so just make really relevant pages that speak to the customer, right? Give them easy conversion elements. Give them a reason to call you versus the competition. Give them the social proof that they need. Um, you know, this is powerful for two reasons. The first reason is it's relevant, right? Which is what Google wants, which is why they give you a higher quality score, which is why you can pay less per click and still maintain top positioning. But it also is going to make that visitor convert at a higher level, and that's why you were seeing a lot of our our, our landing pages converting at 30 and 50 percent because uh, the you know the pages are so congruent with what they typed in. We're giving them all of the information they need in order to make a quick decision and and go to the next step. So kind of like high level on this, right? What are the steps? The first one is call conversion tracking is a must, right? Don't even waste another dollar in pay-per-click advertising if you don't have the conversion dialed in. Um, make sure that your campaign is broken into bite-sized ad groups, targeting the specific services that you offer and that you've written compelling text ads for each one of those ad groups. Uh, make sure that you have your keywords set up uh, with the right types of uh, keyword match types 
Don't forget about the negative keywords. Um, write compelling text ads that compel them to click on you. Leverage your site links so that your text ad pops off the page. And then have good congruent landing pages that speak to what they just clicked on. Give them a special offer and really compel them to take the next step. And so just some quick visuals to kind of jump you through this whole process is your campaign should be structured with ad groups, again, for the, the, the specific services that you want to target. You should have keywords with the right match types for, that go along with each one of those ad groups. You want to write at least two text ads that you're constantly rotating. Um, that way you can see which one has a higher click-through rate and split test another version of it. And then you want to land them on a good landing page that speaks to that specific service. It speaks to the offer that you referenced in text ad and gives them an easy mechanism to take the next step. Pick up the phone, submit the web form, and then make sure that you've got a dashboard in place where you can track and see, okay, how much did we spend? How many leads did we generate? What was our cost per lead? And if you've got that going full circle and you continue to test and you continue to measure and you continue to tweak, you could get a significant return on your investment via PPC. And so I'm going to come back to questions because I do have a lot of them. But first, I just want to, I want to give you guys some specific questions to ask your PPC provider. So I, it's not lost on me that 95% or more of you want to understand how PPC works. You want to make sure that you've got a good strategy and that you understand the big picture but you're going to hire somebody in order to handle it for you. Or maybe you're already paying somebody to handle it for you. And so these are some of the questions you want to ask to make sure that it's, it's set up and running as effectively as possible. So the first thing is, how much of your budget is going to Google AdWords spend versus management fees? And this is critical. And you know, going back to that whole conversation around most PPC campaigns failing, um, it, PPC is a very competitive game, um, and a lot of the companies that manage pay-per-click tend to say, hey, give us a budget, $3,000 or $6,000, and then they say they're going to spend it for you, but they don't give you any kind of information as far as did you know, $6,000 go to my pay-per-click campaign, or was it only $3,000, or you know, what percentage of it went where. There's a lot of companies that you're flying, flying completely blind, and I think that's a very dangerous way to spend your money. So, you know, with us, we're going to give you complete transparency. You know, if you've got a $3,000 budget outside of our management fee, $3,000 is going straight to Google AdWords. So that's a question to ask. How much is going to AdWords or to other search providers versus management fees? The next question is, what type of tracking is going to be put in place? And really ask, do you do um, AdWords call tracking and web point conversion tracking? Because if you don't, how are you going to know which ad groups are actually generating calls versus the ones that aren't? And so that, that puts you in a major disadvantage. So the question here is, what type of tracking is in place? And does that call tracking come into your Google AdWords campaign? Um, also, make sure that they're delineating between PPC calls and organic calls. I've seen some cases where... Uh, a company will be managing an overall pay-per-click strategy, but they put one tracking number on the site. And so whether the traffic came direct, so somebody typed in your website, um, organic or pay-per-click, 
They're counting all of that as leads, and they're dividing that by spend and telling your average per cost per lead is whatever, a very low number potentially. Um, but they're taking credit for direct traffic as well as organic traffic, which is a very different number. Um, make sure that you're, if you're spending a dollar, that you know how much of that dollar uh, went to Google AdWords, how many calls were generated for that dollar, and make sure that it's not being commingled with other tracking mechanisms. Um, ask how you're going to track your KPIs or what your key performance indicators are and if you're going to be provided a live dashboard. Again, some of the most important KPIs you're hoping they're going to tell you is your average cost per lead um, and, and your return on investment. Um, you want to ask them if they're setting up specific landing pages for each ad group or whether it's directing straight to the homepage. Right? That's a, that's a critical question. You know, if, if they're uh, just sending everything to your homepage or to your About Us page, that's a key indication that you're not really optimized to convert. You probably have a low quality score, you're paying more per click, and your conversion rate's not going to be very good because you don't have a really well-targeted landing page. Um, are you split testing ads for each of the ad groups? So if they did break it out into water heaters and drain cleaning, are they running two variations of the ad and split testing that out on a on a weekly or monthly basis. Uh, again, things can improve to the extent that you optimize them. But if you do a set and a forget it approach, it's not going to work very well. So are they actually split testing the ads? And ask if they're going to be leveraging um, ad extensions, right? You know, the, the call out links, the site links, the location extension. And you can run a couple searches for yourself, see what your ad looks like, and that will give you an indication. Are you just a basic ad or do you have you know, kind of that real estate that's being taken up? Um, and then ask really what are our targets in terms of cost per lead and return on investment? Um, and this is critical because if there's not a target in place, then any amount would work. So do they know what the cost per lead should be? Are they targeting something specific? And are they thinking about the big picture in terms of return on investment? Um, you know, are they also thinking about, well, hey, look, your repipe job or your geothermal project is going to be worth more. So we can spend more on a per lead basis for those calls. So really ask what's the cost per lead target and what's the return on investment target? And, and make sure they have a sound answer for that that's based on reality, but also based on, on you know, understanding the plumbing and HVAC industry. And so I think armed with these questions, uh, you'll be able to, to really um, maybe help improve the way that your company is handling your PPC or determine that it might make sense to look at alternative options. Um, a couple things about our management of PPC campaigns, and of course we'd love the opportunity to, to run this for you in your market and really help you maximize your lead flow. A couple of things that we do, uh, first of all, is obviously we split the campaigns up into very specific ad groups based on our extensive experience working with plumbing and HVAC companies. Um, we set up conversion-optimized landing pages. So for each ad group that we have, um, we're, we're going to set up a landing page either on your website or on a, on a specific software where we can, we can really track the conversion rate on the, on the per-page basis. And then we set up true conversion optimization so that we, yes, we know how many calls and leads came in via uh, pay-per-click, but more importantly, 
We're pulling that into Google AdWords so we know which campaign, which keyword actually drove the lead. And that's why our campaigns are able to get such a great return on investment uh, because we are drilling down to that level. Um, so you know exactly how many calls came in via PPC versus organic. Of course, you'll be able to listen to those calls. You'll know which keywords within the campaign drove which call at what cost. And that's, it's a nuance that seems simple, but it's, it's a massive difference um, in 99% in, in of how pay-per-click campaigns are run. Uh, for each ad group, of course, we run multiple different text ads, and we're constantly split testing it to see which ad works better and swapping it out for the, the winning control. Uh, we do provide you with a KPI dashboard for most important metrics. If you're a Service Titan user, or if you're thinking about becoming a Service Titan user, we're Service Titan partners, so we know how to log into Service Titan, help you make sure that everything's ringing through to the right line, and then we will do comparative analysis for you. So we spent $5,000 in pay-per-click. This is what our average cost per lead was. How many actual calls were booked through Service Titan? So what was our true close ratio? And then how much revenue was generated so we can do real-time true return on investment reporting? And so that's a critical distinction if you're a Service Titan user. And, of course, complete transparency on your spend. So with us, you know, you pay a management fee, and then the entire amount of your Google AdWords is spent on Google AdWords, and you have access to that campaign. So you can see what keywords we're bidding on. You can see what your cost per click is. And there's no, you know, hidden behind the veil of secrecy type thing. You can see exactly what's going on. And so this is what our dashboard looks like. Again, really being able to see how much was spent, how much, how many leads came in, what our conversion rate is, what our average cost per lead is, and then, you know, an area where you can log in and listen to all of the calls. So I have a lot of questions. I'm going to drill down into these questions as we go. If you'd like to talk with us about managing your pay-per-click campaign, we'd love, again, the opportunity to talk with you. You can call us at 866-610-4647. Or you can go straight to plumberseo.net slash schedule. That'll take you to a page where you have access to our calendar. You can set a time and then really just talk about pay-per-click and how we can generate more leads and help you maximize your lead flow via paid search. So what I want to do now is kind of dive into a bunch of these questions because I do see some questions here. And we've gone 55 minutes, which is good for me. I'm actually within my hour time constraint. Um, but oftentimes, there's as much value in the Q&A section as there is in the, in the live webinar. So don't jump off just yet. Stick with me. I, still, I see we still got a lot of you here. Um, but stick around for the questions and post your follow-up questions if you have them. So Mike's asking, as a, as a Roto-Rooter franchise, can you still do a good job with PPC, even though it's through the corporate site? Um, Mike, we can. Um, and usually what we'll do is set up very specific landing pages um, that we can control, that can still be on the corporate site, um, set up the ad groups and set up the tracking, but kind of put it in a, in a, in a version of the site that's only visible to paid traffic. Um, and when we do it that way, we can really get very specific with what our conversion rate on the page level is, which works really well and um, something we can, we can certainly discuss if you're interested. So um, sounds like maybe set up a time for us to talk and we can explore the possibilities. All right, so Noel, my 
My provider charges me $4,000 a month, but I pay to them and they pay it for me. Is that a better way because they have they get a better rate? Have you heard that? Because they're Google partners. Okay, so I think what you're asking is um, you're paying them a flat $4,000 fee. You don't know how much is going to paid search. So first of all, I don't like that. I like it better that you have complete transparency. That way you know, hey, look, if you charge a management fee, that's fine. We, we all have to make a profit, right? But you should know how much profit that is. Is it $400 a month? Is it $1,000 per month? Uh, you know, is it $2,000 per month? You need to know, right? And I think that's important. Some of the some of the bigger companies have gotten carried away with this, and I've seen where the cost per lead just gets way out of control because so much of it's going to management fees. The second question you asked there is kind of a drill down was, um, do they get a discount because they're Google Partners? And the answer is emphatically no. Uh, we're Google Partners. Um, as Google Partners, you get access to Google. You get a dedicated rep. Um, you get lots of training on how Google AdWords works and how to maximize return. Um, but there's no discount. Like this whole thing, oh, you know, maybe that company, because they spend so much, gets a 10% discount, doesn't exist. So no, they're not getting a, like some hidden hidden discount. But that's a great question. I'm glad you asked. And I think it's important that all of you guys um, you know, know how much of your spend is going to Google AdWords um, and, and be aware that they're trying to tell you, hey, we're partners, we get discounted rates. That's not true. Let's see, what else? So Joe's asking, how specific do you get with the percentage of keywords on the landing pages? Example, 3% main keyword, 2% next keyword. You know, I like, to, I like to make it at least as specific as the main route. So if they are searching for drain cleaning, then I want that page to say, you know, your area drain cleaning experts. Um, there's some cool things we can do with dynamic keyword uh, insertion where if they typed in, you know, Austin drain cleaning, um, that landing page then says Austin drain cleaning specialist. Or if they typed in, you know, Keelene drain cleaning, which is like a subtown there, they could see that when they land on the page. We, we like to do that with our, with our landing pages. Uh, in terms of percentage, I don't have an exact number. Um, Steve's asking, will you be discussing budget? Um, help me understand what you mean there. Um, how much should you be spending on pay-per-click? Um, I can kind of speak to that a little bit. Um, what I found with plumbing and HVAC, in most markets, if you can't spend at least $1,000 per month in pay-per-click, you probably would be better served just to wait until you can afford to, to spend at that level. Um, usually a good starting point is between $1,500 and $3,000. That gives you a good sense of, you know, what the impression share would be. Um, and you can usually dial in an average cost per lead with that kind of budget and scale it from there. Uh, I will tell you, um, within Plumbing HVAC, there are companies in every market usually spending in the neighborhood of twenty-five dollars to $50,000 per month. Um, now, some smaller markets, that might not be the case. But in the major markets, there are guys spending at that level. So... You know, if you think you're going to come in with a $2,500 budget and own the day, that's probably not the case. So Mike says, is it better to use long tail keywords using the city we are in rather than general plumbing? Uh, so plumbing versus Hamilton plumbing. 
And I like to say you want to have a combination of both. So if you look at the way we like to structure campaigns, we'll have a geo campaign, which is each of our cities combined with plumber, plumbing, plumbing service, you know, drain cleaning. And then we'll have uh, service-specific campaigns like drain cleaning, water heaters, etc. Um, what we're finding is there's a lot more impression share for the broader word plumber, plumbing, plumbing company. Um, however, the competition for those keywords is higher. So when you can get to the specific terms, in a lot of cases, you can find untapped areas with relatively low cost per click, which ultimately means um, a, a lower cost per lead and potentially better return on investment. Um, but I don't like to I don't like to make those kind of snap decisions. You usually you go in, you set up the campaign, and then you focus on what's generating results because each market's a little bit different, and you modify the campaign as you go. Let's see. So uh, Wilhelm is asking, should we get our website optimized first? before we attempt PPC? And that, that's a good question. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a believer that you, you know, you don't want to just run PPC in a vacuum, um, even though you could and you could get a decent return on investment. Um, I feel like you want to have a kind of a, a comprehensive approach to internet marketing. So get a good website in place. Make sure that it's optimized for search. Make sure that you're claimed in all your major online directories. You've got a strategy for getting online reviews and building your reputation and kind of in tandem to that, run paid search. Um, but if you're trying to choose an either or, um, you do need a website, um, and you do need a, a hub where people can go, um, but you, you should probably also be running paid search as quickly as you can afford it, because it's something that you can turn on and start generating leads right away. So I hope that answers the question. I know that you're, you're saying, you know, should I do the optimization part first, or should I do the, uh, the pay-per-click start uh, part first? Um, you want to ideally do at least a little bit of both as soon as you can afford it. So Robert's saying, Josh, I'm in Los Angeles where Google guaranteed is becoming more prevalent. Absolutely. How does this influence PPC position in the future? And will PPC ultimately diminish due to this rollout? We're not on Google guaranteed. Is that a big hindrance? So Robert, great question. What he's talking about is in Los Angeles, San Diego, even uh, Philadelphia. Google Home Services has come into play. And along the top, you're seeing more and more um, pay-per-lead service uh, lead, like clickable options. And um, my first thing would be you probably want to get signed up with that because obviously that's a direction Google's going in your market. Um, the cost per lead isn't too bad. Unfortunately, they've gone, gone the home advisor route where it goes out to multiple contractors in a lot of place, cases. Um, but you want to be engaged in that if at all possible. Uh, with that said, pay-per-click is still showing up in most markets. So you can still bid on terms like water heaters and drain cleanings and geothermal and AC repair. So you want to do both. Um, map listings and organic listings, I think they're always going to have a play um, in um even in, in Los Angeles and California. But, um, you know, the you never know what Google's going to do. So you want to try and see what's happening there and, and be engaged as early as possible. So Ryan asked, does dynamic number for tracking hurt organic results? So great question. The answer is no. 
So this goes back to kind of our, our first session on SEO and making sure you've got consistency of your name, address, phone number, which helps with how you rank on Google Maps. Um, and I always say, look, you need, a, you need a consistent number across the web. With, um, with dynamic number insertion, it's usually going to be a Java code that's on your site. So they get to the site, and because they came through SEO or because they came through PPC, the script says, this visitor came from pay-per-click, show them a different number, right? So it, it's not like Google spiders the site and sees the different number. It's just because of the, the source of the visitor, they see a different phone number, which is then tracked, which can then tell you your average cost per lead and your average return on investment. Um, so no, it doesn't. It has to be done correctly. Like if you just throw a pay-per-click number on your, on your site in the raw HTML code, that could potentially cause issues. But if you're using dynamic number swapping the way that it's intended, uh, it does not have a negative impact. Uh, Brian says, Josh, thanks for your time. I have another meeting. Well, this was great. Thanks for sharing. Thank you, Brian. Um, let's see. So Ryan's asking, do you recommend a separate website for PPC only? Not necessarily. I mean, I, I'm, I like driving traffic to your main company site uh, where they can get a sense of your reviews. They can see pictures of the team. They can kind of get the whole picture. Um, but I do like having specific landing pages, either with navigation or without navigation, on your site that get straight to the point, right? Sometimes you have pages on your site that are written more for SEO, which talk about frequently asked questions, and they talk about the area that you serve, and they're, they're potentially going to rank organically. Uh, with PPC landing pages, you want to get more straight to the point, right? Um, you know, why somebody should choose you, what's unique about your company, special offer, call now. And, you know, that's what I think works best as opposed to maybe a whole separate website just for that. Fantastic question, guys. I appreciate you engaging. Um, if I missed a question from you, there was a ton of questions in here. Um, go ahead and post it into the box. I'll stick around for a few few more minutes. Again, if you'd like to talk with us about your pay-per-click campaign, we'd love to talk with you. You can call us at 866-610-4647. And I did get a comment in here that I have a typo, which needs to be updated. I'll update that um, on the recording. Let's see. Any other questions? Didi's asking, will there be a replay? Yes, I will um, send a replay out along with the bonuses that were promised to you at, since you guys stuck around to the end. Carlos, can you please show a couple of examples of call-only modified broad match for San Diego plumber plumbing? Um, I would need to do that through a, um, through a mobile phone. That's call-only. Uh, only shows up on a mobile phone. So what I'll do is I'll record a separate video um, and I'll send that out to the group on how to set up and structure mobile click-to-call. I think that's a great question. He says, great stuff. John says, thank you. Um, fantastic. Thank you guys for joining me. I hope you got great value from today's session. Um, I hope you're now able to really understand the way Google AdWords works. Uh, specific insights on how you can go out and generate more calls and more leads via paid search. And um, 
we will close it out there. Fantastic. Thanks, guys. Have a great afternoon, and we'll see you on our next webinar.